And then at this point, he literally slammed his fist down on the table. And he said something like, this is just too important. I'm doing this for the Lord. And he starts telling me all this crazy stuff about <laughs> about how this is, you know, some divine plan that he's uh, that he's working. Welcome back to One Visit Away with your host, Kevin Fitzpatrick. This show focuses on true stories of philanthropy in order to understand what it takes to succeed in major gift fundraising. Listen to these stories, and you'll realize you're just one visit away from a transformational experience for your benefactors and your organization. Did you know that, according to research, only about one-third of the prospects fundraisers like you get thrown on their caseloads are truly qualified, and even fewer are actually ready for your outreach? Think about that. If you're like most, two-thirds of the leads you've been getting are not really qualified to be on your list. Sure, they might have given in the past and their wealth screen ratings might be high, but if they won't accept your outreach, what good is all that research anyway, right? It's a serious problem, but there is a solution. And you can find it in Greg Warner's book titled Engagement Fundraising, which you can get right now at no cost whatsoever at imarketsmart.com forward slash free book. That's right. You can learn how hundreds of organizations and thousands of fundraisers are succeeding in today's era of fundraising climate change by grabbing your free digital copy or audiobook version of Greg's very popular book today. Get it now, 100% free. Engagement fundraising at imarketsmart.com forward slash free book. That's imarketsmart.com forward slash free book. Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome back to One Visit Away. Uh, this is the first full year of One Visit Away. We got started in 2020. Now we're moving into 2021, and we will have a new episode every Monday for all 52 weeks of the year. So I hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. This week, I've got a great episode for you, a couple of pretty funny stories uh, involving investing in a foreign currency. Uh, what do you do when somebody, when the <laughs> prospective benefactor you're visiting with uh, slams their fist down on the table, telling you that you're too stupid to tell your boss about their great investment opportunity, or uh, when another business owner wants to get your entire database and use it to sell his product? These were. <laughs> Some of the biggest waste of time visits of my career, but I hope they provide you with some entertainment. And as always, if you're enjoying the show, please leave a rating and review in Apple Podcasts. Oh, I also need to thank uh, our most recent review from Catholic Cindy. Thank you so much for the rating and review in Apple Podcasts. Really appreciate it and hope you're enjoying the podcast. Also, some pretty cool things, just kind of 2020 a year in review for the podcast. It was phenomenal. So glad I got it started. You know, we had almost 6,000 downloads in the in 2020 and those came from 20 different countries and within the United States there were at least 45 states we had downloads in, which is pretty cool. I love connecting with you guys from all over the world who are listening to the podcast. I really enjoy it. Thank you so much for the messages. They really mean a lot. Sorry I haven't been able to schedule you know, video calls with all of you. It's been a, a pretty, pretty hectic year, but looking forward to staying in touch over LinkedIn and uh, just really appreciate all you guys listening to the podcast, letting me know when it's helpful and uh, 
hope to just be able to serve you guys and help you uh, get the entertainment, uh, inspiration, motivation, discipline, and knowledge to go out there, schedule more visits, and have a bigger impact for your nonprofit. Thanks so much for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Hey, everybody. Happy New Year. Welcome back to One Visit Away. So several things to say, I guess, starting off. Um, this is another Kevin Fitzpatrick solo episode. These you know, last few weeks of the year and then the first first week of the new year, getting a podcast out. Um, been a little difficult finding guests and just getting time to do it. So uh, being able to record these late at night by myself is the best option right now starting next week we should be back with guests and have a lot of great guests in 2021 a few things i want to say first off is (laughs) what i want to start with is just letting y'all know i do not want to record this episode right now and uh really the only reason is like obviously i'm excited about the show always want to record these but uh i am just tired right now it has been a long week and Uh, For a variety of reasons, it's been a long day, and I don't want to do this. Um, It's just, uh, but why in the world am I telling you that? I'm telling you that because I think this idea of discipline is one of the the main things I want to get across through this podcast and one of my big focuses for 2021. And I know one of the reasons I've been very successful as a major gift fundraiser is because I have developed discipline over the years and I have made the calls to schedule visits on the days that I don't want to, to make sure that I have a full calendar. And, uh, that's one of the reasons this podcast has been successful. I haven't, I have not missed a single upload day in the, you know, like 35 or so straight weeks that I've done this and I'm going to continue to do that over the, at least the next year. Um, because even in times like this, when I don't want to record, it's been a long day, been a long week, lots going on. I'm going to do it anyway because it's a commitment I've made and, uh, it's important that I keep those commitments. And so it's interesting. I, the last episode I talked about the push up challenge that I did several years ago and how I you know, added one every day and did 66,613 pushups in one year. And so I made a post about how I was going to do something similar starting out this year, just adding one pushup every day. And I was going to do it until day 100. And we had quite a bit of quite a few people get involved. And so there's like a, a little group of us on LinkedIn. It's only like eight right now, but people are committed to it and everybody's doing it. And several of my other friends, family members are in on this as well. Some people in the group already said, you know, their spouse is now doing it. So it's pretty cool to see that. I'd recommend everybody get in on that. Doing those little things like that to uh, increase discipline in our lives. You know, if, if you can be disciplined in one aspect of your life, it carries over into others. So that was a long intro, but I just want to put that out there because I think it's important. What the heck else do I want to talk about? Uh, oh, Yeah, there's some huge things coming to One Visit Away this year. Uh, Pretty soon, the website will be out. Uh, I have also have some excellent sponsors lined up for the show, which you have already heard about, um, probably, by now. Uh, And then, in this episode, I'm going to... Sorry, I've given you guys quite a bit of of background before we get into stories, so I'm going to share with you all a couple of stories this week. And these are... 
maybe not the best ones to start off a new year with. Everybody wants to, you know, be excited and, uh, you know, pumped up about what we're going to do in the new year. But I'm going to give you two of my uh, worst visits that I've ever been on. Just like, you know, I, I always tell people one of the objections that I'll get if I'm reaching out to schedule a visit with someone is they'll say, you know, because they think they might not want to give a gift right now or something like that. And people will say, well, Kevin, I don't want to waste your time. And so one of the things I, I always tell people, my, you know, the way I handle that objection is I say, you know, I've been on over a thousand visits and not a single one of those has been a waste of my time. And uh, so that's what I'll tell people if they are telling me they don't want to waste my time. Now, it is true that not a single one of them has been a waste of my time because I have at least been able to learn stuff from all of them. These two, <laughs> these two visits are just about as close as you could get to being a waste of your time, though. So I'll start off. I'll just go chronologically. Uh, the first was this was really early in my career. I was getting a lot of pressure to raise money very quickly, and I wound up scheduling a visit with this guy. And the the first thing I'll I'll comment on is I didn't know how to schedule visits uh, back when this happened, and so I I was never clear with people. It was just kind of like. Hey, you know, I work for this organization. Uh, be great to get together sometime. It was not the very clear language I use now of, hey, this is Kevin with Heroic Media. The reason I'm reaching out to you today specifically is to schedule a visit regarding our organization. Um, when, when you say things that clearly, people know what the visitor is about. I used to just like get together with people and nobody really knew what to expect. So this guy, it's not really entirely his fault because I probably wasn't clear with why I wanted to reach out, but I had a couple of visits with him and I thought I was going to ask this guy for a huge gift. Uh, and I wound up did asking him, I wound up, wow, you see, I'm really tired. I'm not even making sense. I wound up asking him for a gift and it was a total disaster. He never gave the gift, but what he wanted to do he kept asking me questions about our organization. And he was like, yeah, so like how many people are in your database? And, you know, do you have, what kind of contact information do you have for him? And he starts asking me all these like super detailed questions. Turns out like so detailed that I was like, I don't know if I could tell you some of this information. Um, and then, <laughs> and then he starts telling me, He's trying to pitch me the idea that uh, he would be able to sell his uh, product to everyone in our database, and we would give him his company that he, that he ran all of their contact information, and he could you know reach out to him and tell him to buy his stuff. And I I, I don't know it it was it was very odd. Um, I was. I, I had no idea what I was doing back then. I was like 21 years old or something. And so I was, <laughs> I think I brought it to my boss and I was like, should we do this? And of course it was like, well, of course not. Um, but one of the things someone told me as I was t recounting this story to them, someone else who'd, who'd, you know, been in a position raising money for a long time. Uh, he was telling me, you know, Kevin, there are going to be people who just want to waste your time. They, they're going to meet with you and they really don't want to help your organization. They just want to know how they can use you or your organization for their own benefit. And I was like, Oh, well like what, what are you talking about? 
can you give me what's an example from from your career? And this guy, he uh, he ran an organization, but he uh, was very wealthy. Uh, apart from that, and you know, didn't get paid anything from the organization he worked for. He just gave a lot of money and raised money too. And he was telling me how he he once met with a guy, and they thought they were going to talk about the organization, but they get there, and this guy was pitching him on investing in the Iraqi denarii. Now, pl- please forgive me; I might have the pronunciation all wrong. I haven't even looked this up. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called, but it was the. And may still be the uh, <laughs> the currency in Iraq, and this guy was just you know trying to get. I, I don't know what uh, he had to gain from it. Uh, for whatever reason, this person was gonna <laughs> make some kind of profit if he could get the person I was talking about to invest in the Iraqi denarii, and uh, he was unsuccessful. So. <laughs> It's just funny. I think in both of these instances, I can tell you, though, that my friend's example and my example, we were not clear with why we were scheduling the visit. Comes back to this just kind of like, hey, you know, we're uh, we're good people working for good causes, doing good stuff. Let's get together sometime. That never ends well. If you're scheduling a visit with someone and you want to potentially talk about giving to that organization – then be very clear with people, very direct. The reason I'm reaching out to you today specifically is to schedule a visit regarding our organization. People always know exactly what you're talking about, and it's much better uh, to do it that way. Now, on to my next story. This is the closest I've ever come to just leaving a visit in the middle of it. This was the most obnoxious obnoxious interaction I've ever had professionally with someone and I still can't really believe it happened. So anyway, it, uh, it started out, I went to an event. I got invited by a friend to go sit at a table at, at a fundraising event. (laughs) And so, (laughs) so I go to this event and I happen to be seated next to this gentleman. I'm going to call him Dave and, you know, we're at this fundraising event. It's at a very nice venue. It's in a nice part of Dallas. And I'm sitting next to Dave, and we wind up chatting. And uh, somehow he he mentions to me, you know, we, we talked about the organization I work for. And he's very interested. And, and he says something like, he asked me something about, like, if you had a a match like a matching opportunity for 10 million dollars do you think you could go raise the money and i was like yeah and 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 then you know the the program went on and it was time to time to hear somebody's talk and so we couldn't discuss it anymore right then but i was so intrigued by this you know (laughs) this this guy who who's sitting next to me at this fancy event asked me if, if I had a $10 million matching opportunity, would I be able to find the money? And this is after, you know, hearing about our mission and he was very excited about it. And, and so I just, I was very intrigued. I was like, I, I wonder if this guy has that kind of money. I have no idea. And so I, I wind up, you know, we exchange business cards. I reach out to schedule a visit and we go to lunch and, and we're at lunch, and 
<laughs> and we're we're talking about our organization. He keeps asking me all these like super detailed questions. Again, this guy's very interested in like who's in our database, and he starts asking me stuff like, so like how, how many people in your database do you think are are rich? And I was like, well, how do you define rich? <laughs> and and I can't remember what he said, but. Well, you know, we, we keep talking about that. And I was like, Dave, w- why did you ask me that question about the, the $10 million match thing? And then he begins to tell me about his brilliant idea. So he thinks it's uh, basically this guy worked for a company. And, and I actually wound up meeting his boss at an event uh, around that time as well. And they wanted to... Uh, they wanted to raise about ten million dollars for a certain uh, business venture. They were gonna they were gonna build some some properties. We'll just leave it at that. And it was gonna take about ten million dollars to do that. And they had to go raise the money. <laughs> and so and so he tells me, look, we gotta go raise this ten million dollars. What I want to do is I want to see if you can find people with you're like your donors to put up $10 million and it would be matching funds. And what they're going to do is they're going to invest it into our company uh, towards this project. And then you can raise an additional $10 million. And every month I'm going to write you a check for, I can't remember what it was like, I don't know what it was. He was going to write us a check based off that ten million every month, and then he was like, "And at the end of it, I'm gonna at the end of a certain period of time, I'm gonna you know give you like your donors will have the opportunity to get the ten million dollars back." And he was explaining this in such a confusing way, and and he's saying stuff about like you know, and they'll donate the money, and it'll be used as a matching fund, and so now you got. 20 million dollars and at the and, and I'm going to be writing you a check every month based off of the money that we're earning and then at the end of the period uh they would get their money back as the investors plus a certain amount but you know what we're they're going to realize you know I I didn't miss my million dollars I invested that much anyway so I why don't you just give that money to your organization and it was just like, what are you talking about, dude? And so basically, basically, it, he sent me a bunch of ridiculous paperwork about this. And it was such a complex, convoluted. He had like a 30-page document of how to do this. And I started asking him, I was like, I, I was asking him, I was like, does your, does your boss know about this? Has he like approved this idea? Because it sounds pretty like, crazy to me and he was like no i haven't talked to him about it yet and it's just like okay well i'm thinking to myself this is uh you know i'm asking a lot of questions because i'm very skeptical about this and then he starts telling me you know his boss doesn't know about the idea And, and i asked him well so what if your what if your business fails then i just took all of our most important donors and lost their money 
And he's like, well, that's not going to happen. I was like, how do you know it's not going to happen? And he's like, it's just not. We're just too good at business people. And it's like, okay, that's I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not buying that. And, and, and I'm clearly very uninterested in this concept. And then he goes, so, so who would it be who would, who would like be able to broker this deal at your organization? And I told him who it would be. And he was like, well, well, I need you to, I need you to get me a meeting with that person. And, and this guy's like so aggressive, so obnoxiously aggressive. And he's like, I need you to go get me a visit with that person so I can tell him about this. And I was like, no. <laughs> and, and, and he's like, and, and, and I need you to do it so that, but, but I need you to just tell him it's a really important opportunity. You can't tell him what it's going to be about. Okay. Do you promise me you won't tell him what it's going to be about? And I said, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna promise you that. Why would I not tell him what it's about? And he's like, because it's just too complex. Like he, you know, if you try to explain it, you're just not gonna do a good enough job, and he's not gonna get it. And I was like, dude, like I've known you for ten minutes. This idea is crazy. I don't think it's like worth. I, it doesn't make any sense to me. It's too risky for our donors, and I'm not gonna waste our person's time if he's not intrigued by this before <laughs> like i'm not gonna not tell him what it's about i know him extremely well i barely know you and then at this point he literally slammed his fists down on the table and he said you know he he just got very very angry and he said something like this is just too important i'm doing this for the lord and he starts telling me all this crazy stuff about <laughs> about how this is you know some divine plan that he's uh that he's working and I'm too stupid to, uh, you know, tell, tell my, one of my bosses about how it would work. And I was just like, dude, j just stop. I'm not telling him about it. I'm not bringing him up. And I'm just, this is a terrible idea. You need to calm down. And he eventually apologized a little bit and then lunch was over. And I obviously never spoke to, that dude again about our organization because he uh, was pretty crazy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, that was that was the biggest waste of time visit of my career, hands down, because the guy was just obnoxious and uh, clearly under a lot of pressure and not succeeding well and unable to raise the money and was trying to find some sucker who had connections with wealthy people to make his job easier. And, uh, yeah, that was, that was probably the biggest waste of time visit I'd ever been on. But again, there's a few things we can learn from this. One is, man, I hate this idea of we as fundraisers. You'll hear people say stuff like, Oh man, like fundraising, you got to schmooze people. Like, no, 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 no. I, I hate that idea that we schmooze people. That is, that is the stupidest, the word it just gives me the chills. Uh, the idea that we would, you know, pretend that someone's amazing or, you know, treat them super special just because they have money. People can smell that from a mile away. Uh, just because you work for a nonprofit, uh, does not mean you check your spine at the door. And it is perfectly acceptable if someone is not treating you right or just being a jerk to tell them, stop it. You're being obnoxious, and I'm not going to do what you're talking about. And 
That's it. Don't let people just walk all over you. You don't have to just go along with the flow just because somebody has money. If you're not being authentic with people and you're schmoozing and you're just going along to get along, people can smell that from a mile away. They're probably not going to give a big gift anyway. Uh, And it's just not worth it. So (laughs) treat people with respect. Don't let yourself not be treated with respect. And... uh, enjoy the humor in such obnoxious visits because they're gonna come in your career (laughs) when you start visiting with a lot of people some of them just aren't gonna go well they're not gonna lead to a gift it's not gonna lead to anything productive other than i learned something from that and i'm gonna move on so those are my stories for this week i hope you enjoyed them that was a kevin fitzpatrick solo episode of one visit away And guys, everybody, uh, if you're out there, again, go connect with me, Kevin Fitzpatrick, on LinkedIn. I post stuff there most days and uh, love getting to know you guys, getting to know the listeners through LinkedIn. It's a wonderful way for us to connect. And if you've been inspired by this episode, uh, please share it with other development professionals. Leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and go out there and schedule more visits. The most important thing you can do is just pick up the phone send that email, make that call, make that text to schedule more visits because the more visits you have, the more opportunities you're going to have to have meaningful conversations about giving. And it's ultimately going to lead to a lot more money raised for your organization. So I hope this episode has inspired you to schedule more visits. After all, you're just one visit away from somebody slamming their fist down on the table and telling you how stupid you are.